Alright, we're back for another not-so-spicy week of uh, Spittin' Venom this week. Uh, all the coverage of the Sidewinder Racing League races we've had this week. Uh, long, I'm Cliff Mullins. Alongside me is uh, co-host Quinn Newton. What's going on, bud? Oh, not much. Uh, just uh, enjoying my Sunday here. Enjoying my uh, first two-day weekend in over a month. So, uh just uh ready to talk some racing here and uh it was like you said it wasn't too uh too spicy of a week this week which kind of makes for a not so spicy show for us but i'm sure we'll uh find a way to piss some people off either way i mean there's still gonna be a little bit of spice in this thing once we get to the xfinity series i think it got a little spicy over there um but first let's uh let's kick this mule off with uh monday with the arca series at talladega everybody's favorite super speedway and uh this one was about as expected um a lot of long runs wasn't really expecting that too much i really expected to have like five or six big ones i think we really only had one like big wreck in this thing um but all in all a, a very good race uh yeah um early on in this race i think it was before, well, we, we hadn't quite gotten the pit stop, so it was within the first 10 laps. Um, a couple of guys get together up front. I want to say it was Oddball, William Ashbrenner, and might have been Wesley Parker. Got together going into turn three, and everybody behind them's checking up, you know, two cars spinning through the, through the field. Boy, we were three wide for a long time in this thing up front. It seemed like we were three by three by three by three and then it would kind of string out from there but somehow they get to get together up there and um matter of fact i think will has the radioactive for this so if you want we can go ahead and play that before we get into what we talk about so we'll go ahead and plug that in right here on monday we returned to arca racing and we also returned to the high banks as the Marvel's Mobile Detailing Arca Series took on Talladega Super Speedway for 60 laps on College Paint Scheme Night. Wesley Parker would qualify on the pole in his number 22 Tennessee car. Fields in the hands of the 22 machine, well, yeah. waiting for the flag. Whoever crashes first, your mom's a hoe. <laughs> Shut up, Mike. The Smurfs already talking shit? My mom's dead, though. Hmm. That's awkward. <laughs> right from the drop of the green flag, we would see 3x3 racing, as the lead pack swapped around for the first five laps of close running, with the leaders darting around from top to bottom. Corey Beal got his nose out in front. Can he clear the Hold field? On to Hold on to those khakis, we're going to be wrecking. This was before William Asherbrenner in the Florida Gators car drifted up into Parker, causing a big one as Parker got in the air, collecting EJ Johnson, Jake Lawrence, Ian Montrose, Adam Crozier in the Radford University car, Billy Davison in the Notre Dame car, and Cliff Mullins in the University of North Carolina car. There would be a longer run of 3x3 racing until lap 17, when the 87 Kentucky car of Clint Roberts got hit into the wall by Davison, and Montrose hit Quinn Newton on the apron trying to avoid them. The pit stops under yellow would leave Michael Edwards in the 14 UNC car in the lead, with Nick Hammer behind. Lucas Huitzma would come out third in his Northwestern car, and Parker would get back on the lead lap in the caution period. 
Edwards and Hoitzma would take the bottom together as the green flag dropped again, with Hammer and Roberts to their outside. Giglio, Parker and Zachary Margeson would make it 3x3 three three again as they formed a top lane. Travis Scrimetta and Kyle Akers in his Air Force car would work their way to the front of the pack as the mid-pack went four wide through the trioval. Edwards, Roberts and Hammer would continue to lead all three lines as the mid-pack jostled around for position. Lap 31 would see Giglio give Hammer a huge push on the top, allowing him to get clear on the bottom. However, as the field jockeyed for position, Roberts would take the lead with the draft. Davison would take control of the middle lane, being pushed by Corey Deal, who later moved up to run with Parker. The top lane would begin to slim down on lap 35, leaving just Parker and Giglio, as the rest of the field went 2x2. Two two. Those two would be forced to move down as well as the field went past the lapped navy car of Christopher Alkaya. Green flag pit stops would start on lap 40 as the bottom line pitted in, and Hammer would lock the brakes and spin into the infield grass, missing his pit entry. The remainder of the field pitted a lap later, led by Margeson and Hoitzma. Giglio would beat out Scrimetta on the lane to lead this group. Davison and Margeson would unfortunately for them speed on pit road and ruin any chance they had of contending for the win. The initial pack led by Roberts would use the speed advantage to run around the outside, as single file racing appeared to begin with 17 to go. Not long later though, the field would decide to go back to 2x2 two two racing. No one would really make any moves, anticipating the race going green to the end, however we would see just the one more yellow as on lap 56, Corey Deal would blow his engine, with Steve Anderson checking up and getting run into by Hoitzma, collecting Akers and Giglio as well. This would be cause for a green-white checkered, with Roberts starting at the front with Travis Martin behind him on the inside, and Parker being pushed by J.R. Deal on the top. Roberts would get a good jump, and Parker would slot in behind him, this, however, would give a huge run to Martin and Edwards, but Roberts would throw a huge block, allowing Parker to keep the front. Parker would lead the field to the white flag, with Martin looking content with staying behind him, as Roberts and J.R. Deal looked for ways to get around. Corey Deal would have a huge shove from Giglio up in a third lane, but as they came out of turn two, J.R. would turn Martin in the front of the field, causing the biggest wreck of the day, as everyone except Parker and Montrose was involved, with Martin flipping all the way down the backstretch. This would leave Parker in front and Montrose behind, coming out of the final turn. Montrose would pull out and get the lead, but he mistimed his run, allowing Wesley Parker to get the side draft back and take a thrilling win for Tennessee at Talladega. Ian Montrose would take second, and William Asherbrenner would take third in his Florida car. Corey Deal would come home fourth, and after nearly flipping on the last lap wreck, Cliff Mullins would limp his University of North Carolina car home in fifth. Hard Charger goes to Dave Hoitzma, who moved up 16 spots to take seventh. I'll be back later for the Buck Kicker Cup Series Ideal Lease 125 at Martinsville, and the Marables Mobile Detailing Arca Series returns next week at Auto Club. All right, so that's pretty much the Arca Series. Um, but yeah, back to the uh, the early Ashbrenner Wesley Parker wreck. Um, my take on it was I had it missed. I'd slowed down plenty of times, and then uh, old Arca Break Adam came through there and uh, absolutely destroyed me and pushed me right into the middle of it <laughs> and made it into a bigger wreck than what it was. I think I probably could have gotten away with it, you know, pretty pretty easily on the outside, but uh, Adam. Boy, he and he's had he's had trouble with his because his brake pedal actually broke, so he's been having to use his clutch pedal as his um as his brake pedal, 
And I think he may have uh, forgotten which pedal was the brake pedal on that one. There's there's no slowing down whatsoever on that one, and uh, you uh, wound up getting a nice little kiss. Oh, yeah. I got shoved right into it. Had to take my fast repair super early and uh, rode around in the back for a good while in that one. But it really, it really kind of straightened itself out, man. I had a good long run right there. Uh, had to do green flag pit stops. Um, at one point, you know, me and, uh, Michael Edwards hooked up. We both had UNC cars. Um, my, uh, my spec map was completely screwed up on the broadcast, so it looked like crap, but the car was actually really good looking if I had the right one on. That was totally my screw up. I wanted to blame Adam on that one, but, uh, I put the wrong spec map on it. But still, uh, me and him hooked up, pushed our way up there towards the front, and then he dropped down to the bottom. and kind of left it to where me and Kyle were working on the outside together and Michael wanted to kind of work with us a little bit and uh once green flag start stops started uh he kind of had to peel off a lap earlier than what we did everything kind of you know the only thing that really happened during a green flag stop I think was uh Nick Hammer spinning through the grass getting in too hot um other than that was a pretty une- I think a couple of guys may have gotten Speed penalties out of it. Um, I yeah, we did. Mar- have... I, I want to say that Zach Margison and Billy Davidson, both of them, got it because they were at the back at the end of that. We did have. Uh, was it only? It was only one green flag stop. I think didn't we have? Yeah. Or do we have two? Because I know on the green flag stop, I ended up sliding through the box, of course. So I lost the draft, and I know we'd mentioned this, uh, you know, a little bit on last episode, ironically, because we'd filmed it on Monday. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I ended up losing the draft and I got wrecked and that wreck caused me to just fall way behind. So I didn't have a finish worth anything. So it wasn't too exciting for me. I know, like you said, at the beginning of the race, the three by three by three was actually pretty clean, surprisingly or not. Um, so I'm surprised that we made it as long as we did driving, driving like that. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Um, and hopefully I know we got Daytona later in the year this, this season. So still got one more, uh, super speedway to go, um, kind of, you know, one of those tracks that anybody can win at. So, uh, it was a fun race. Um, I believe we had a pretty good finish too, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. It was a, uh, it was one hell of a finish. The, um, I th- I want to say you and Ash Brenner got together and no caution came out for that one. Uh, sad day for you. Um, yeah, uh, it seems like all my cautions, man. I can't get a caution flag to come out to save my life, and it just ruins my race. It just absolutely destroys them. Because I had a faster pair left, so and and you just can't come to a stop like necessarily if you're not spinning. So um, as frustrating as it is, so uh, this isn't like a real NASCAR where someone gets a little sideways or just stop in the middle of the track. Or my local jerk track, for that matter. But, uh, yeah, it sucks. Uh, I feel like I, I've been vocal about the cautions and, you know, saying, hey, someone's spinning, we should throw it. Even if there is 30 cautions in a race, kind of like, you know. The cup race. Cup race that we'll get to. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I guess, I, I, I mean, I also understand, though, people don't want uh too many cautions like that in these short races though either so 
uh kind of is what it is uh you know it's i mean you don't have mechanical breakdowns in i racing so i mean you know you can't you can't really blow a tire and destroy your car you can't really you know forget to take something out of the front end of the car and blow it up at talladega you know just stuff like that doesn't happen so you know you get wrecked and caution and come on i just kind of take it like that and it's frustrating but that's kind of the the way i look at it is you know people in you know real life you know their cars fail so i just take kind of like that it's bad luck and move on really yeah the um you know with there was a caution towards the end of the race and i don't remember what it was that brought it out um I don't think it had anything to do with me or anyone around me in particular. Uh, I, that set up a pretty decent finish, though, because uh, it you know it bunched everybody back up. I pitted, and because uh, I was pretty close on gas, honestly, from where I pit to compared to everybody else, it was going to be pretty close. It was going to be a fuel mileage race, what it was going to be, and so I was just kind of hanging out towards the back pack, back end of the lead pack, just saving gas. And then when the caution came out right there towards the end of it, um, I went ahead and peeled in, took gas, put tires on it, which honestly, the tires were tore all to hell because I was super tight going into the corners. And I noticed that, you know, when well, Kyle and Adam noticed that because they were behind me a lot of times. And when I'd go into the corner, it would just shoot straight to the right and I'd go way up high and then bring it back down. And they were like, man, why are you so tight like that? And kind of find out my right front was at like 70% at Talladega, which never happens. Um, so that was a little bit crazy, but I put fresh tires on it, got ready to go for this last restart. Um, and I mean, for the most part, I mean, all day long, it was Wesley Parker. It was Travis Martin. It was J.R. Deal, Corey Deal, all those guys. They Really, a lot of the 10-10s guys were just up front. Uh, for for a majority of this thing, I think Clint was up front for a lot of it. Uh, Michael Edwards is up there some, and so right there towards the end of the race, man, it 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 was uh it was crazy. No, I know what the caution was. Now Corey blew his motor, pushing. I want to say it was either Wesley or Travis, and when he blew his motor, that uh somehow triggered somebody to spin, and that was what the, that caution was. Um, fortunately, he made it to pit to, to pit road, uh, and didn't have to take a tow. I don't think he did anyway. Um, I think he was actually able to get it in there, use his fast repair, get the motor back together, which, whatever, it happens. Um, I didn't think you could blow one of these things up pushing somebody, but he did. I, I, I don't think I've seen one of these things blow up before, so that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, one of these, uh, super speedways. So that was, that was pretty funny to see. Um, unfortunate, but it was funny because you know he was kind of you know three, four, or five cars behind me, and Corey he won't play, and he was he immediately goes up to the top once get that third line going, and he's getting it through there, and I'm kind of picking and choosing where I'm going to be at. I kind of shoot through the middle here, go to the bottom here, and right there the last few laps right there I'm kind of setting sitting in a pretty good spot where I think I can make something happen. Um kind of lay back a little bit, get a big run coming up through the middle. And uh, on a white flag lap, it was, uh, they were three wide up there, man. And uh, I can't remember who all it was. I was up front. I want to say Travis was trying to go from the bottom to the top, make a move. I think he was pushing Wesley on the bottom. Um, Ian Montross was on there somewhere. JR was kind of leading that middle group. And when Travis shot up in front of JR, uh, I think JR just gave him a little bit too much bumper 
and I want to say Michael Edwards and Corey Deal were to the outside. And so when when he gets into Travis, Travis just shoots to the right, puts all those guys in the wall, and I'm coming right up through the middle right there. It's maybe two two cars in between Jr. and me, and I'm coming, and I'm just like, hey, is this where it's happening? So I shoot down a little bit, thinking I, if I if I get clear of this, I'm probably gonna have enough momentum if I don't get hit or anything to slingshot right around everybody on the outside going into turn three. Um, that didn't happen because when Travis goes up and hits the wall, it stacks up that whole outside line. And I want to say Corey was the one that shot to the left. And when he shot left, he caught me in the right rear and shot me up towards the wall. Didn't hit the wall. I kept it off the wall, shot all the way back down to the inside. So then I'm thinking, okay, if I keep my foot in it, maybe I can still have enough, you know, speed going down the back straightaway that if something happens to whoever's left in front of this thing, Maybe I can sneak one out. And Jeremy Clapper, our favorite driver, comes through there, and I just happened to come right across his nose. <laughs> and it shot the back end of my car straight up in the air. All I saw was asphalt. Come back down. Still didn't hit anything other than Clapper. And, uh, it I mean, it didn't destroy the car or nothing and kept on getting it. Um, but up front, it was uh, Wesley Parker and Ian Montrose. Uh, duking it out for the win. It was, they were the only two that made it through that race relatively clean. I want to say Wesley was in front of it, and Montrose was probably right behind him when Travis moved up. I want to say that's how it worked out. Um, yeah, I should... it looked like uh, it looked like it was just kind of a, a late bad block and just a mistake and uh, kind of took out some good cars there at the end. Well, it took out a lot of good cars, but I mean, hey, Full send. I don't. I mean, hey, I don't blame. Travis I don't. I don't know. Absolutely not. Um, I mean, you you see it at every super speedway race in real life. So I mean, uh, just just a little late on the block there. Um, I think uh, it was Jr. I believe that got into him and turned him. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Jr. I think had, a, uh, had the middle rolling, and then I yeah, think Travis I think I, I looked at it. And I think in front of him. I, it looked like he might have been able to let off just a little bit. Um, there's a little room behind him. I don't, I don't think he would have gotten ran over, but you never know. Um, but also with those cars, one of just things. one, one small bump will send you. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's shadow rail. <laughs> yeah. If that would have been, uh, you know, a cup car a truck or an Xfinity car, I think, uh, might've handled a little bit better on that bump, but one bump in those things you're done and then you're gone. So, um, uh, it was unfortunate, but it was a Talladega wreck. So, I mean, it wasn't anything you know crazy yeah nothing to be uh, too upset about yep montrose and parker they duke it out coming through three and four through the trioval montrose actually had the lead at one point and i think he just timed it too early because wesley park was able to side draft him get right back by him coming through the trial get ends up getting the win montrose ends up second um i ended up fifth i was seventh going coming out of turn four and then clapper and uh Oh, who was it? Mark Gonzalez. Uh, you know, they, I don't know what was going on with those two, but Clapper was like pushing Gonzalez and then, but they were going like super slow because I was catching them. And then all of a sudden I see one of them shoot to the inside, one of them goes to the outside, then they hit each other, then they just turned each other into the wall. And I was like, all right, I'll take two free spots and come away with a top five out of it. So as far as our picks, we didn't have a chance to do a pick for this one. So we basically picked ourselves. Um, and I win 
in the uh, in the ARCA picks. Congratulations. Yay, yay me. So that's so going to bring moving up. Moving on to uh, Auto Club. That's going to bring up Auto Club for us. And uh, oh boy, this is going to be. I'm hoping. I don't know. I've never driven this car there. Uh, if it's anything like the truck series or the cup series there, and we can, and we're it's a little bit looser. To use, it's a little bit looser. Well, if I'm actually able to use that outside line a little bit, I I feel good about it. <laughs> so. Yeah, I feel I feel good about the race too. I like, I really like Auto Club. One of my favorite tracks. One of the better tracks. Um, one of Bandio's better tracks. Absolutely. Um, problem with picking Bandio right now is he's got computer problems that I just I hate to see. Um, hate to Absolutely, see each week. Yeah. It's just having so many issues with uh, the graphics card and whatnot. So, um. Yeah, uh, I think you're up first for the first pick, right? Well, I'm going with somebody that ran really good at Auto Club in a next-gen car. Okay. And I hope maybe that translates a little bit with the Arca car. Okay. Um, like you said, Bandy would be a good pick because this is one of his better tracks. But I think that I'm going to go with the person that he was duking it out with right, right there at the end. I'm going with J.R. Deal JR, at okay. Auto Club. Oh, let's see. Who do I want? I'm trying to look up some people that... Uh... That show up each week. There's some, there's a lot of names in the roster here that are looking that haven't showed up yet. Yeah. Um, you know, you, and, and you hate taking the same people each week. It's just, you know what I mean. But it's unfortunate. It's like, man, I, you know, looking at, it, I think, uh, I know he's gonna be up front. So I'm gonna take Giglio for this one. Taking Blocke on this one. Blocke, uh, Blocke is gonna get it done. He's gonna edge out, edge out Lucas. Uh, Monday night. That's a, it's a good possibility of that. There's, it'll probably come down to those two. It usually does at Auto Club. Just, just we from yeah, them. past races, you know, with that Auto Club with those two, um, they can they get out front and they can, them two can hit each other. It doesn't matter what car they're in, yeah, they can run each other rough and somehow they don't wreck and they just keep it straight and put on some good racing. So, that is my pick. For solid, solid pick right there. All right, that's going to take us to uh, the Xfinity Series. Um, and they were at Dover. I did not that was this one. That was a, uh, a fun race. Uh, I really loved Dover. And uh, so, you know, when we're going there, obviously, I'm excited. You know, it all stems back to, uh, you know, our first, um, you know, what was ARCA championship there that I ran. Yeah. You know, got destroyed in the last lap by... Uh, an un, unnamed person. No, that was Lucas Hoisman. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. <laughs> uh, anyways, no, we'll bring that up forever. Um, but no, I, I like uh, like Dover. It takes a little bit uh, to get into the rhythm, especially in these B cars, which I've, you know, like I said, coming in the season, I haven't driven only a handful of times. I think it was during Super Speedway weeks on the officials. So I just really had no experience in these cars. It's taken me a little bit of time to uh, figure them out and getting wrecked out every race uh, is not helping, but uh, yeah, it was, it's a fun track to, to race at. We had a pretty big field too. So I knew there'd be, you know, potential for some cautions um, potential for just being, if I, I figured this race, if you're patient, you're going to move up quite a bit. Yeah, uh, just speaking of speaking of all that patience that uh 
you were trying to show off for this race and a, a track that you really like. You didn't even make it to the damn start line before you wrecked. No, no, I made it about 20 feet past the start finish line. No, but you got hit before the line. Yes, I did. I did. <laughs> um, there's a big checkup, big checkup coming out of four. And I, you know, I didn't hit the person in front of me. I don't know who was behind me. It was Tito. I got absolutely destroyed and sent <laughs> up into the wall. Um, I mean, it was, I was, I was literally about to alt that four and just, you know, I was, I was, cause <laughs> this series, I have not had any luck in. I wrecked out at Daytona. I wrecked out at what we were at home said the week after. Yeah. Wrecked out there. So I've watched more laps coming into Dover than I had actually raced. Um, with a fast repair, that's just ridiculous. So I was very, very frustrated at that point. Um, I remember I went back and watched this one because I had to run another league that night. And I jump in and I see everything that happens towards the end of the race. And I go back and watch the broadcast of it. And literally, the, the, the rag drops. And first thing I see is Quinn go around. <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> I <laughs> was, started off with a bang. I, I was so close to just quitting. I being like, nah, these cars aren't for me. Um, I had the alts push down, but thankfully I didn't push the F4. We, I'm like, you know what? The car's still running. I don't have to use a fast repair right now. Uh, let's see what we got, and let's see if we can maybe salvage this. Car was salvageable. Didn't run great, um, but it was running fast enough to kind of keep up. Uh, took the fast repair late, later on and ended up having a decent finish. Um I think I finished sixth. So I'll I'll take it. Just couldn't get any. Uh, it's real hard to pass there. Um, yeah, I noticed that it was. It, look, it was really hard to get a run on somebody and get around somebody. At one point, um, you know, Hayden Lowell has been pretty pretty stout in these things. Um, no matter where he's run at, him and uh, who else was it? I think it was Wesley Parker. Wesley Parker were running up towards the front pretty much the whole race. Uh, no Justin Fuller in this race. Or else he probably would have been up there as well. Um, I know I saw uh, Travis up there uh, as usual. Uh, Corey, you know your usual suspects you see up there towards the top five, top ten. Um, Lucas was up there, and and at one point I know I saw that uh, Hayden and Wesley Parker got together and took each other out while they were running first and second. Um, didn't really see what it was that happened as far as what yeah, led but... to it, but I'm, I I do I do remember seeing those two get together. Um, I think it was on the back stretch and caused a caused a melee back there. Yeah, um, I know uh, Wesley was not too impressed with that. He was he was pretty upset about that. It looked like it was just an honest mistake. Um, Dover, you know, short, you know, short track pretty much. Fast not, short, you know, fast fast. short track, <laughs> very fast. I mean, mistakes are real easy. I mean, if you if you mess up your entry uh into any of those corners you know you're not gonna stick the bottom you're gonna slide up you got someone on your outside you're gonna hit them is what it is happens um i know uh lowell was pretty um embarrassed about it and uh we've all had those moments i mean everybody on iRacing has had a uh i'm an idiot moment and uh everybody will probably have plenty more of them it's a mistake it happened he wasn't intentional uh he ended up just leaving he felt so bad. He ended up just leaving the race. Yeah, um, I saw that too. I didn't think that was necessary. I might just take your EOL, apologize, say, "Hey, I'm sorry. I was an idiot," and and move on because. Uh, and that's the thing. Like we've we've mentioned in the past, everybody's gonna wreck somebody eventually. Yeah. It happens, and mistakes happen. So, 
Um, didn't think you really need to leave, but uh, uh, ended up uh, with him leaving. We had uh, quite the finish. Yeah, there was uh, a. <laughs> it got a little salty there at at, at certain points. I uh, I jumped into the chat with you guys and uh, happened to be watching towards the end of it. And uh, oh boy, uh, yeah, Hayden Lowe and Wesley Parker got together and they both wrecked. But Wesley Parker, I'm assuming he must have used his fast repair. I think he got caught up in another wreck after that because he had no rear end on on his car. Yeah, he was uh, pretty messed up. But uh, I know uh, he ended up dumping Blake at one point, which kind of, you know, with Lucas running up front, Blake running up front, Travis running up front i was running all of us running up front kind of upset us a little bit i'd say i'd say it probably did and probably not, um, the, not, not the best group to uh be running in the middle of when you take one of them out <laughs> yeah all 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 four of us running up top 10 um took out blake uh running i believe third yeah and and then and sad insult to injury um ends up giving lucas damage under caution um, yeah, which I, I didn't slowed I didn't him down a little that. bit. I didn't see that, but I heard about it. Uh, it wasn't didn't slow him down really that much. It was it was uh, looked like it was on the bumper, uh, but bent in his bumper on the left side, um, and uh, that did not sit too kindly with Travis or Lucas. I was just kind of I couldn't catch up to him, man. I was I was sitting you know sixth, seventh, eighth. Uh, I went to sleep, and all I could think of is the the eight car. Because I think Clint and I raced that whole race side by side. Um, ended up, I ended up finishing sixth, but I just I wasn't really part of that battle, and uh, um, you know, I just kind of sitting from the back watching it unfold, you know, listening to it, and coming into uh, the last few laps there, uh, Wesley was just blocking super hard on Travis, and. Yeah. Uh, you know, I didn't see the block. He said Travis is blocking him too. You know, I didn't see much of that. Uh, I don't. I I didn't really look back to see if he was blocking him or not. To be honest with you, I just know um, how Travis felt. You know, wrecking Blake, giving Lucas damage under caution and everything. He said, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lift. Uh, yeah, I I I think it was one of the situations where Wesley kind of rattled the cage and and uh, ruffled the feathers of the CTC guys. And um, from what I from what I saw of it, you know, Lucas had jumped out. Wesley couldn't catch up to him. I think I want to say him and Travis were running second and third. Um, Travis gets a run going into three on him, uh, kind of shows the nose on the inside as they come off the corner. He still, you know, he's got a run on him. You can see that you know Travis is fixing to pull down, boom, set him up, go right underneath him in turn one. Well, when he shoots to the inside, bam! All of a sudden, that twenty-two car comes down way down i mean there is such a thing as defending your position and then there's such a thing as throwing a, a fucking brutal block and this one was one of those i mean he come down three lanes to block travis and at, i think that uh when travis shot back up to the outside to uh maybe get a run on the outside of him um and then he wanted to come back up there too uh travis had had enough of it and uh hook Throws a throws a hellacious right hook and just uh, puts the twenty two right into the wall going down into turn one. Um, but I, you know, from, from what I saw of it, going back and looking at it, um, hey, if you want to block like that with me, it's kind of the same situation that it was with Daniel last week. If you want to try and do that, and I'm doing my thing over here. If you want to try and do that with me, I'm probably doing the exact same thing to you. 
Yeah, I think it was a combination of uh, him just pissing Travis off with all the antics in the race and Travis, I'm not lifting no matter what, mixed with a really bad block. So uh, I, I don't think it wasn't... I don't really think he meant to wreck him. I just think he was in that mindset of if it happens, it happens. That's not that, you know, I don't really, I'm not going to, not going to lift for, for this guy. Um, I want to, I, I want to say that it was probably a, if you want to block me like that, I'll bump you and move you out of the way. Yeah. But yeah. um, I don't know if he really meant to hook him like that, but I'm pretty sure he meant to give him some kind of bumper on that thing. Oh yeah, I, yeah, and I know he said if he comes down in front of me, I'm gonna bump him. Uh, you know, he's he's blocking me like an idiot. Those were his words. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit meaner than that. You know, being Travis, but fucking idiot is what he said. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, he just wasn't too happy about the blocking. You know, he came down in front of him, said, "I'm not gonna look for this guy. I'm gonna give him a bump if anything." And like I said, I don't think he meant to actually send him into the wall. More like send him up the track to say, "Hey, you know, knock it off." Um, ended up dumping him. But uh, short track racing. Yeah, I mean, considering um, it's a mile track, it's never the short track. Well, no, but enough. you know, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's, it's a mile track. I, I look, I, I, I look at, I, I look at Dover as an oversized Bristol. So. Exactly. I, I feel like Dover is way. I just I say it's a short track because it's so fast and and you're pretty tight on those exits and everything. And um, when you look at uh, like Phoenix, I don't feel like Phoenix is a short track at all. And it's just it's a mile track along with Dover, but Dover is just Dover feels like you said it's an oversized Bristol. You're going 170, 180 in the corners there, and you're really tight coming off. You gotta, you know, you hit that wall and smack that wall, um, especially pretty easily. He'll flip you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, I remember. Uh, yeah, it was the last season that we'd race there, and um, if you hit the other people in practice were having problems, like I think they fixed it a little bit, um, but. You were bouncing off the wall. He would go flipping down the backstretch. Yeah. So um, you got to be real careful not to hit that wall there. And it's really easy to do, especially side by side. Um, easy to kind of lose it on the backstretch there and get loose. Um, so, yeah, I'd say I classify Dover as a short track and like Phoenix is not a short track. But that's just kind of how I look at it. All in all, it's one of my favorite tracks. Good race. A lot of fun. Uh, Lucas comes away with a win, I believe. And... Uh, who ended up uh, winning our picks there? Oh, uh, let's see our picks. Which another thing about uh, Dover is uh, a majority of the wrecks that I saw in this race was guys getting into the wall, bouncing off of it, causing a melee. And there was a couple of big ones on the backstretch where it was just somebody on the outside of somebody. They bounce it off the wall, boom! You're you, you're in the door of the guy underneath you. Next thing you know, you got cars going every every which way. That's what a majority of the cautions I think look like. Other than uh, you know, Travis uh, wrecking the shit out of uh, Wesley Parker, <laughs> but uh, let's see, picks. You had Justin Fuller. That's a big rip for you. Oh, rip. Um, I had Travis. I know Travis finished up towards the front at some point. I can't remember where exactly where it was. Well, I want to say it was fifth. Fourth, I believe he was fourth or fifth, a couple spots ahead of me. Yeah, and uh, so that's another win for me. Uh, Congratulations, easy dubs, Congratulations. Easy dubs with Fuller not showing up. He must be on that part-time schedule like I am. So yeah, Xfinity. Hell's no Xfinity at next? They are at Chicagoland. Um, wow, well, I know who I'm picking. Yeah, I'm. Oh, don't Chicago. go! Don't say it! Don't say it! <laughs> you know it was the home track. 
Well, former home track, I guess. No, I think it's still his home track. <laughs> it might be. It might be. I think it's still his home track. Oh, uh, I'm gonna go. All right, I'm gonna let you have your pick. So I'm gonna go with Corey for this one. Okay, that's a good pick. Pick 44 for Corey Deal. All right, and I'm taking. Drum roll, please. It's not a drum roll. We all know who you're taking. Daniel Lewan. No, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. oh, no, let me, no, let I'm me just kidding. That real no, just kidding. Just kidding. Kidding. Sorry, Daniel. Uh, we're gonna take. We're gonna take. Lucas. We're taking Lucas for that one. Taking Lucas Hoytman for he the freaking, double. He freaking dominates that place. Um, he has all the laps. I think he's the only person that likes that track. Honestly, <laughs> I I don't mind it. I don't mind. I used to kind of hate it. It was just kind of boring. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't I, mind I the place. I used to really like it, but I can't keep tires on it now. Every time I burn the tires up so quick there, but I like I like running up. Chicago. I haven't, I haven't ran the B car there, so I'm not sure. Uh, what B, it's like. Okay, I, well, you've never run the B car there, so let me go ahead and warn you of something. If you think it's going to drive anything like how the truck or the cup car runs, it doesn't. Going to be real slick. It's slick. Yeah. It's slick for a good eight to ten laps, and then it gets super tight, and you got to you got to roll the corner a lot like how Nashville is. I really enjoyed uh, running the A cars there. Um, in uh, our other league, but um, I like the way that they drive. Obviously, the trucks drive like a dime there. They're uh, awesome. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're um, wide open. Yeah, pretty you're, much. You're definitely but, not doing that in the Xfinity car. No, for sure. Um, the next gens actually drove pretty good there, too. But I everybody hated how the next gens drove at those mile and a halfs, but I thought they were kind of fun. They're like little mini Talladegas. But uh, yeah, um, I know it's going to be a little bit of a challenge. Uh, going to get some practice in for there for sure. Yeah, that one, that one, it's, uh, if you think of how an old school, uh, mile and a half would drive where you have to, you know, let off, let the car kind of settle, drive it down to the bottom, ease onto the gas, back onto it. That's kind of how it is. They get really, really tight there in the center of the corner. And, uh, it's, it's more of a rhythm track in the, in the Xfinity car than it is in anything else like, like you've probably driven there. Right, yeah. Uh, looking forward to it. It is a fun track. It's uh, it's not uh, super technical. Uh, you know, let off a little bit, get back in on it. So hopefully, uh, hopefully we have a good green flag run and uh, not a whole lot of cautions and uh, get to do some good racing. Yeah, it should be a good race. Um, so that's <laughs> you never know. You never know. You never know, though. Yes. <laughs> That is a stacked ass roster, though. So I think it'll it be a pretty, it'll be a pretty good run there. That's going to take us into the Butt Kicker Cup, Cup Series, and uh, boy, I cried over this one because uh, it was at Martinsville. So I was, man, I really wanted to run this one, but of course I was stuck at work. Uh, managed to watch those, some of this. Uh, got to make those tires. Yeah, got to make the tires anyway. Um, I wanted to make this one, and. Uh, I managed to watch some of it on a couple little breaks that I had. Uh, boy, this was a long ass race with uh, 250 laps, which I love that. I'm a, I'm 110 percent for having a longer race, but boy, 30 cautions. Uh, that makes for a really really long race. Yeah, uh, but, but the fun yeah. the funny thing is is that even with 30 cautions for a Martinsville race, this was a relatively decent race because you still had longer runs in there 
Yeah, uh, it was uh, kind of fun. I, I didn't get to watch the whole thing. Um, I watched a lot from a couple different drivers' uh, streams. Uh, watched a little bit of uh, Clint's stream, and then I watched uh, some of Buzzio's, and then you know just kind of went around. I think I watched some of JR's too. Um, just seeing kind of their perspective of the racing. Um, lots of cautions, yeah. Lots of cell spins coming out of four, um, coming out of uh, two. Um, we kind of expect that going into it, but overall, um, I don't think there's really too many blow ups at anybody. Uh, no real, uh, <clears throat> hate for anybody after the race. Um, yeah, no drama. No, yeah, it, it wasn't surprisingly, which is, you know, somewhere like Martinsville, I think we've had some issues with every every series that's ran there has had some sort of uh, somebody get mad at somebody, but relatively, uh, you know, drama free for that race, which is surprising. So uh, we'll see uh, where they they're they're at Watkins Glen next, I believe, too, aren't they? Yeah. So that's another the schedule that he's put out for these guys is br- kind of brutal, kind of fun at the same time. Uh, it's definitely, a very diverse, it's a very diverse schedule. <laughs> it's definitely uh, hitting every uh, discipline uh, right in the first like four weeks. So um, interesting to see uh, see how these guys are doing points wise because uh, this has definitely been a very, like you said, very diverse schedule. Been kind of fun racing to watch. Um, yeah, um, Will has a. Uh... Radioactive for this one, and uh, you know, not nearly as long as the other ones that we've done, where it's 15 minutes. So this is just a little five-minute, you know, wrap-up. You know, a little bit of radioactive mixed in there. So we'll go ahead and play that now that Wheel Sparks has been working on, and we'll throw that in right here. The Buckkicker Cup Series returned Wednesday night for the Idealist 125 at Martinsville. Darren Bruce would put his 33 car on the pole for the second time this season. We would get off to a shaky start as John Curtis spun the tyres taking the green and Chris Isaacs did the same trying to avoid him. An iRacing scoring issue would send Bruce to 15th as the pace car came out at the wrong time, leaving Stephen Borbell the leader of a bizarrely shuffled field. The first of the yellows that involved contact would come out on lap 17 as Curtis was turned by Isaacs and J.R. Deal would get stuck on the top, piling into the side of them. The next noteworthy wreck would follow soon after, as Thomas Green turned Borbell in Turn 3. Alex Coffey would take the lead, and he would get perfect jumps on each restart to keep the lead. The next larger wreck would occur on lap 45, when Giglio and Dalton Hayes spun, with Green, Edwards and Ryan Thomas all getting collected. A surprisingly long green flag run would end on lap 90, as Christian de Roche hit the curb and got into Hayes. The pit stops would begin on the resulting caution, already the 10th of the night. Coffee would win the race off pit road, but five drivers stayed out, led by Giglio. Another contact wreck would occur on lap 112, as Borbell turned Steve Cole in front of Jarrett Tolmage. A lead battle would soon begin between Giglio, Green and Coffee, with the latter two trading places lap by lap. However, they would get together, with Green spinning to the outside wall. I'm in love with a stripper. Just don't give her all your money. Oh, it's too late for that. Ah, that's why your back end's naked now. I am an ass, man. He really, really is. He just likes to eat it. Did you eat cereal out of an ass? 
Oh, hell yeah. On lap 154, J.R. Deal would get turned by Tormich and Spin trying to save it, collecting Swiss, Isaacs, and Jeremy Scherer. At the 20th caution of the race at lap 180, Thomas had taken the lead from Bruce, Giglio, and Coffey. The 21st yellow would come out when the leaders collided, as Thomas got loose on exit and spun, creating a parking lot on the front straight as Giglio, Coffey, and Adam Buzio all got hit. The next large wreck would be on lap 206, when Darren Bruce got turned, collecting Edwards, Akers, Isaacs, and Thomas. That's why you're supposed to have a bottle beside you. Stadium, buddy. No one races with a captor? Penis If you've ever had a catheter, you would not want it again. Fat. Big fat. Go away, Michael. No. No touch. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Wrong chat, Mike. <laughs> With 16 to go, we would restart, but go straight back to yellow as Acres got into Swiss heading into the first turn. Coffey would retake the lead and continue jumping well on the restarts, but the run to the line would be cut short when Swiss was turned by Curtis with six to go. This would bring out a green-white checkered, the first of three attempts. Coffey would jump well and look to run away with it, but Dalton Hayes to his outside would spin the tyres and go around in front of the field, completely blocking the track as Buzio, Edwards, Scherer, Deal, Cole, Swiss, DeRoche, Akers, Curtis, Isaacs, Nigel Christensen, and Mark Gonzalez all had nowhere to go. Shera, Hayes, Mike Thomas, and Cole would all collide under yellow, delaying the restart by a lap. The second green-white checkered attempt would go much the same, as Coffey got a good start and looked to pull away before a wreck, as Tormidge hit Edwards, collecting Gonzalez, Deal, Swiss, Christensen, and Shera. This would assure that no matter what, the next restart would be the final restart. Coffey got away well for a third time, running away from Ryan Thomas and Buzio behind him as they took the white. Buzio would fight side by side with Tormidge, but the 27 would get loose and fall back to fifth. Thomas, meanwhile, would get right up to the bumper of the 18 and try to make a move out of the final turn, but ran out of time as Alex Coffey would go back to back, taking the win in the ideal lease 125 at Martinsville. Ryan Thomas would take second, and Adam Buzio held on to third. Darren Bruce would take fourth, and Jarrett Tolmage would round out the top five. Hard Charger goes to Kyle Akers, who moved up nine spots from the back of the field to 14th. I'll be back next week for the StackUp.org Advanced Legends series at Phoenix Road Course, and the Buckkicker Cup series returns next week at Watkins Glen for the New York Cares 110. Alright, so. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh pretty much what happened in that thing it was uh there was a lot of wrecks a whole bunch of wrecks but um yeah one of the things i saw uh jr got wrecked a lot in this uh i saw one wreck hey he literally <laughs> got hit he got hit five times in one wreck um i want to say it was talmage sent him down in one and two turned him around and then he locks it up in this in the middle of the corner you know didn't go all the way around he just kind of you know slid right there and then he got hit 
once and then he got hit again then he bounced up up into somebody going on the outside bounced off of them come back down got hit again turned all the way around <laughs> I mean, it was brutal for jr there for and i saw him wreck like at least three or four times in this thing he got turned quite a bit in this in this race yeah uh, that's the thing about martinsville um you're gonna get arca breaked a lot if you turn in front of the field there um i mean just watching you know, the Xfinity race yesterday. <laughs> I mean, you get uh, you get turned in front of the field. It's gonna cause a, a big old clog up. So, uh, they you know, but you can run a pretty damaged car there. That the some of these really short tracks, you can you can take a damaged car and do some uh, do some good laps with it. So, um, yeah, actually, were, looks like quite, quite a bit a of fun. Modifies in this one. <laughs> yes, uh, I I obviously wasn't in the race. Uh, I used to hate Martinsville the passion, but uh, you know, kind of hanging out with you now, I kind of see, uh, you know, got some love for it. And kind of now that I kind of know how to drive it a little bit, um, it's fun racing. Uh, always the worst part is when someone's got a different breaking point than you. And I think that was some, a lot of the trouble, um, here, especially the fast cars. When, when you, when you have a top, I'd say even top 10, top 15, um, you know, when they get to some of the, the back marker cars, um, a lot of times those back markers are slowing up way earlier and you don't know it until you're already in their bumper. So yeah. I think I think that's a that's a big problem and then um and that's just something you learn over time, you know, when you're behind someone to break a little bit earlier and whatnot. But um yeah, it was it wasn't uh wasn't what what are the words I'm looking for? It wasn't not entertaining. It was a pretty entertaining race overall. Um what I watched of it and uh I mean, there was, there was plenty seeing. of good racing in this thing. Yeah, you know, there we was. Had, we had we, we had Blake Kigley up towards the front. Thomas Green was up front a lot in this thing. Uh, Darren Bruce, he started on the pole, you know, got knocked all the way to the back, you know, pretty much immediately and worked his way back up there to the front. He was up there quite a bit. Um, Alex Coffey was up there. Buzzio was he up there. He had a really good day. race. Coffey yeah. Coffee and Buzzio uh, battled quite a bit. Um, I know early on there, um, I believe uh, Coffey got Coffee was involved in a wreck, I believe. And, uh, yeah, yeah, he got caught up ended up coming all the way back and winning. So, um, definitely, uh, has mastered down Martinsville, uh, especially to go to the back and come all the way. I mean, I know it was a longer race, but, um, going to the back and coming all the way up front there at some place, it's pretty, pretty hard to pass and still has some pretty, you know, pretty good drivers riding it or driving in that series. So, uh, big props to him for uh, going from back to front, coming back up and uh, taking the win. Yeah, he um, he got he got turned at one point. I want to say he got in like two or three wrecks right there, back to back to back. Cause it seemed like he was in each one. And then you know, like you said, a long race. You know, a lot of times you can use strategy, and that's one of the things that always has uh, that thing has gotten better about Martinsville. It used to be where if you had ninety eight percent on your tires, you were coming in and getting tires. Because that two percent difference of you know running a you know having a new set of tires versus having a set of tires that had ten laps on them, but they were still at ninety eight percent, like you hadn't really used them up or anything. The speed difference was so incredible with those, and they 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 definitely evened it out now to where you can go on a longer run at Martinsville and not have to worry about every single time coming in and getting tires because if you're at ninety nine. 98 on, on on the right side you you're 
still you're going to be you know four tenths slower than the guys that have new tires um it wasn't so much of that but the longer um the longer run the longer race i feel like it brought out that um that little bit of uh strategy to it and i think a lot of that was how coffee was able to get back up there towards the front uh, i know at one point he turned thomas green they were battling it out like crazy and um and I, and he just uh sent it in there and it was one of those you get underneath them as you're rolling through the center of the corner and maybe your back end kicks out a little bit and might, I mean, to me, granted, if I was Thomas Green, I'd have been mad as hell about it because I felt like I'd have got sent, but it wasn't, it wasn't so egregious that he just sent him in there and come up two lanes to put the guy in the wall. But I do remember him turning Thomas Green at one point, but the uh, late, late in the race, man, the green, white checkers were, were nuts, man. It was a, huge wreck um dalton hayes spinning tires on a restart absolutely i mean parking lot for uh for martinsville looked like looked like the modified race earlier this year uh in real life that was there where it was a literal parking lot coming out of turn four uh that one was that one was a crazy one it, it took out it i mean it roughed up a lot of cars and we had a whole bunch of modifieds after that one yeah uh track cloggers <clears throat> those are always fun to watch but not fun to be in oh no they're not they're definitely not that but yeah alex coffee runs away with this thing towards the end of the race uh you know ryan thomas gave him a run for his money while he was up there uh adam buzio comes away with a third place finish dang it uh, adam but yeah i know uh, well i mean you still got the win because i had uh Tried i had it. nigel and uh he uh, he probably got caught up in about every wreck i, I want to say um but not having too much luck on his side. He's kind of like me. <laughs> not, yeah, not having he's, a great start to the season. He's kind of looking like the Quinn Newton of the Cup Series. Yeah, no uh, kidding. But yeah. Not something um, you want to be either. No, not at all. But yeah, Alex gets a win. That's two in a row for him, which is kind of what you're hoping for with Lucas in the uh, Xfinity Series. Alex has done two in a row now. He's got a win in Atlanta. He's got a win at Martinsville. Uh, he got dumped at Daytona. Don't know who did that. Um Man, oh, I, I, I think I remember. No, I don't, I don't know who did oh, that. Oh, okay. But, uh, All right. Sets up for uh, Watkins Glen next week. I've done laps in this in this car there, and uh, boy, yeah, this is uh, it's tough race. Uh, I don't. How many laps? Uh, let's see. How many laps is this race going to be? That now that I don't know. It looks like they have this. Watkins Glen one ten. So, um, let's see. I don't know if it has. Please an announcement. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know if it's 110 laps or 110 miles. I think it's 110 miles. Yeah, because 110. I miles certainly is hope it is. Because good God, way too much. Um, guarantee it's 110 miles. Uh, I can't. I'm not smart enough to do the math at the top of my head. We're gonna say 45. Um, somewhere probably around there. Yeah. Um, it's it's it's. You can get kind of you know when you hit that 25 to 30 laps in it's uh sometimes can get a little bit to the point where it's just kind of getting to the point where you, you start daydreaming you start you start hoping this thing ends soon yeah you're, you're <laughs> to the point where they're like oh my goodness uh this is getting just a little old um and you end up blowing the bus stop and destroying the race so yeah. it's it's a matter of staying focused for that whole time especially because I know a lot of people don't really care for, and obviously I hate road courses with a passion. I suck in them so bad. Yes, we know. We know um, already. <laughs> so I'm not going to get into that, but, um, you know, 
it's just a matter of staying focused, staying, um, you know, keeping your mind on, hitting every uh, corner there. So if you can do that, I think you're going to have a decent finish. I know I can't do that. I end up blowing the bus stop, destroying my car. It happens every every time I run a road course. So uh, picks-wise, I think I get first pick, right? I won that one. Uh, yeah, we'll let you have first pick. So I said I was going to just keep picking until he won. But, you know, look, just looking at some of the lap times, you know, he threw down a 112 in uh, in some practice time. So he's running pretty fast. A 112 is pretty freaking blistering fast. So we're going to try it one more week here. And if he lets me down again, may have no. to move on from him. But we're going <laughs> to we're going to go with Adam Buzzio to win Watkins Glen. Adam Puzio, well, good. I don't have to write nothing different down for you. Leave it on that one. Um, boy, who do we have on here that is a road course guy? Um, if Ty shows up, I don't know if he's on the roster or not. He's not on the roster, so good news. He's not showing up. Um, man, types on this anywhere? No. Yes, number Is eight. It? Number eight. He hadn't been showing up for him though. I don't know if he would be at this one or not. Uh, forty-two, maybe. Forty-two, maybe. Um, you know. Uh, Alex, really? You know, even even, you know, just taking you know Alex Coffee or uh, Michael Edwards, also good picks. That's true. That's true. I'm trying I mean, Edwards is always a good pick. He gets upset when we don't pick him anyway, so. <laughs> he always di- always disagrees with those picks. If we don't pick Mike Edwards, he always disagrees. Uh, always unless, picks himself. Uh, very confident Nigel. in himself. If I pick Nigel, then he's okay with that one. It's yes, he's okay. Yeah, he's okay with that one. But other other than that, uh, not not too fond of our picks every week. Oh man, this is a tough one. Because let's see. Are you running? Let's see Wednesday. Yeah, I'll be war- I'll be running this one. Uh, um, definitely, that still doesn't change the fact you're not picking yourself for this one because you ain't winning. I've, I've definitely thought about maybe picking myself, but no, 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 I don't trust myself uh, to focus for that many laps in a row without making a mistake. Well, not only that, but somebody's going to get in my way, and I'm going to send them. Uh, most likely is what's going to happen. Um, I'm going with somebody that has been fairly decent. I don't know what his road course racing is like, but he's been pretty consistently up towards the front in these things. Uh, I'm going with Darren Bruce in a 33. He was really he was really good at Martinsville, so you know, I want to say he was pretty decent at at, uh, at Atlanta. I don't remember what he did in. Uh, I might have wrecked him at Daytona. I don't know. Uh, it's a possibility. I don't know. I, I I hadn't really raced with him much, but he's usually up towards the front, so I'm gonna go with him at the Glen. Uh, one of the things that uh, it just in testing, um, that I know Adam has brought up. You know, I know he was asked, and that's whether or not they're going to do any kind of a full course caution, local caution, uh, any of that. Adam, I'll go ahead and tell you this. This is how we usually used to do it. Um, We would do local cautions, and then at a certain lap, you would have one competition caution. 
It ain't necessarily got to be halfway. It ain't got to be, you know, 30 laps, whatever it is. At a cer- at whatever lap you decide, we would do a, co- a competition caution just to bunch the field back up. Um, I know at one point we tried doing it where we, we were giving everybody a wave around at that. You no, know, don't do all that. You know, if somebody gets a lucky dog, fine. Other than that, uh, give it pretty much one shot to bunch everybody back up. And then local caution from there on. And I think that's probably going to be the easiest way of doing it where you're not going to have such a shit show um, of trying to do full course cautions for this thing. Because, yeah, trust me, I agree. Everybody's going to wreck. Yeah, because it's, uh, I know we had tried the whole wave around thing and just getting caught up to the pace car uh, is a challenge for people who suck like me. So when you're so far behind the leaders, um, people are running, you know, race pace to try and catch up and like oh no if i don't catch up i'm not you know so it, it just causes issues um so i am all for just you know throwing the caution i i think i do like the fact that i think uh these road course races should have a caution midway through um yeah. and if you get caught up you get caught up if you're so far back you don't you don't i mean gives everybody a chance to pit uh pit and slow slow everything down a little bit um and get refocused and uh, gives people a chance at, you know, maybe, maybe not so much fair for the leaders, you know, bunching everybody back up. But um, otherwise, you're just going to have a couple cars run away with it. Not too exciting. Um, yeah. And the restarts at the Glen are always an absolute disaster. So um, a lot of fun to watch. Um, I mean, there's going to be some definitely some hurt feelings uh, and ruined races. I guarantee it going into ruined right away into turn one. Uh, at the start of that race. So uh, I think qualifying will be important. I think you want to qualify up front or you might want to just stick out towards the back because um, I know from experience being in that uh, mid pack there, uh, going flying into one, um, you might hit your mark, but there's a good chance. Five people behind you don't. Five people (laughs) behind you don't. Uh, There's going to be a, couple people spun out more than likely going into turn one there um and ruined races so i i like the uh i like the caution idea that's a that's something i i'm a big fan of yeah that that's always kind of dictated how i go into a road course race you know i come from kind of a little bit of a road course background because i come from forza project cars you know that was what that was the sim racing i did before i got i racing uh, a lot of road course stuff there and, you know, a lot of times that would dictate how I would go into a race, whether I am, you know, whether I qualify up towards the front, whether I'm aggressive, you know, trying to, you know, maintain pace with, you know, top five, top 10 leaders, whoever. Um, it dictates what what I have happening for me, whether or not we have that caution or not. Because if we don't have that caution, I'm going to the back, I'm going to let everybody wreck and then just where wherever the cards fall, that's where I'm going to be at. Just kind of play um, it for a position at that point. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. You're not going to, you know, you ain't going to win, but you uh, get a decent uh, point stay out of it. Yeah, that that that's kind of how it is for me. But if I have that caution, then I I know okay, I can you know save a little bit here. I can push to get to you know X position, set up for you know that pit stop. Whether I want to pit earlier than that, you know, to to just kind of put myself on a different strategy what it was um 
whether or not it, you know if I screw up once, it, whether I'm going to alt F4 that thing and just be like fuck it. I you know once because if you don't have a caution to fall back on, you spend once, you're pretty much done. You're not you're not going to win the race because there's going to be yeah, you know, two or sure. three guys up there towards the front. They're not going to make a single mistake. Yeah, so that's it's, kind of, uh, that's kind of how I see it as far as the yeah. I agree. With, I agree with that. Um, um, that's that's pretty much how I look at it too. I am just coming from someone who sucks really bad. It's always I I've been taken out in that first corner before, and I mean the hope of just getting a top ten automatically is already gone. That really sucks. So, um, be an interesting race to watch. I think I think it'll be an entertaining one for sure. Absolutely. All right. So that's going to take us to the truck series. And, uh, yeah, about that, um, with the, uh, the busy schedule that I've had this week and with, uh, you know, all of the Halloween stuff we've had to do this weekend, yeah, I have not had a chance to watch the truck race. So I don't know what happened. <laughs> um, yeah. So, and shoot, I raced in it and I have the memory of a 90 year old man. Um, <laughs> Had not, you know, it was it was really good racing uh, all night long, um, for the most part for for mostly everybody. I know uh, Blake and Lucas started in the back, and they got a, caught up in some damage right away, which really kind of just took them out of contention. Um, they didn't have a good race at all, which was a little bit exciting for some of the other people up front. Um, Travis Martin doing Travis Martin things uh, at Charlotte. Uh, yeah, that, that, that's the thing. This was at Charlotte, so it was the Travis Martin show. Yeah, um, you know, and, and Edwards uh, Edwards is having a really good run. Uh, Corey Deal was up there having a really good run. Uh, even uh, surprisingly, the uh, 100%, the, and I know I'm just saying this because I know he listens every week, uh, the Alex Bowman of the CTC guys, Tanner Knoll, running, ended up with a P2. Um, Tanner finished even, second. Holy crap! Even even Bowman has a good race every now and again. As I'm watching the race <laughs> right now, he's running second. So fitting. Um, yeah, fitting. I know yeah. he'll 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 uh, not like that. But no, Tanner had a really good run. Uh, I think I came home uh, fifth or sixth. Tanner is um, also still a dork. <laughs> not very good at man neither. But anyways, um, yeah, he had a really good run. Uh, I. I know for me, and I don't know, I you know, I didn't get to watch the broadcast back. I think I battled with Cody Brown that entire race. Um, just it was so hard to pass. Uh, it was a lot easier to pass on the outside. Um, you went for the pass on the inside, and it just would not stick. It was it was super tough. Um, it was very hard to pass. And nobody was giving up the outside anyways. I mean, even if someone drifted up and you went for it underneath, they'd catch you going through the tri-over, they catch you on the backstretch, and they'd just go right back by you. Yeah. Um, I was racing with him the whole, just trying to get by. I mean, you could get right up side-by-side side with him on the backstretch, and you just could not complete the pass coming up to the tri-over. Or it was just, it was really rough. Um, ended up passing him on pit stop, green flag pit stops. And uh, he ended up, I held him off for a long time. Towards the end of the race, he ended up getting by me again. Um, and then uh, last lap, I passed him on the last lap to take the, the, the spot away from him. 
So it was literally just Cody Brown and I racing the entire race. So that was really fun. Close side-by-side racing. Um, but there's a couple things. I mean, there, there wasn't a whole lot of interesting stuff that happened in the race, to be honest with you. But there was, you know, from, from what I saw for the most part. Um, but there was a couple uh, funny moments. Uh, Corey, uh, I, I, I'm assuming he was trying to get to the pits. He uh, slightly missed and destroyed <laughs> destroyed the barrels uh, going the barrels. to pit road. Smoked the barrels. We're just coming around. And I just, I think I had just done my green flag pit stop and he was just coming. He was the leader at that time. Cause he was the last, I think he was one of the last, pit, if not the last. And I just come around. I see caution down. <laughs> I see his truck just sitting down in the barrel smoking. I'm like, what happened? Um, got a spot out of that, I guess. And like, well, it was, I mean, just, uh, just uncharacteristic mistake for Corey. And uh, pretty funny. Or, or or it could be a characteristic uh, <laughs> mistake by Corey. Maybe. He says stuff like that happened. Normally, that's a Michael Edwards move. Just to well, we we had we 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 had a Michael Edwards move. Um, no, it sounded more like a Clint Roberts move. Oh, well, maybe. Uh, <laughs> or a so Tanner it, shift. Uh, it could have been a Tanner shift. It sounds like uh, so late in late in the race. Um. We had uh restart and I think I was restarting like like sixth place, like fresh tires. And uh I don't know if he tried to start the race in first gear or just to get a little extra jump or what, because the jump was everything, especially if you're on the inside. Yeah. Uh but he was on the outside. Of course I was on the outside and uh he hit that gas and that thing went straight straight <laughs> right. Straight into the wall, <laughs> came back down, and before I knew it, I just t-boned him, uh, caused a huge wreck, um, destroyed a lot Michael. of cars, uh, <laughs> and uh, ended up taking. I believe I took a faster pair at that point, um, but uh, yeah, pretty pretty funny, uh, all things considered. I know there's couple hurt feelings over it i thought it was hilarious even though i was involved because i think we've all been there just stupid stuff that probably shouldn't happen um happening uh ended up you know i'm racing i believe he finished in front of me still he he came from the back and he was hard charging to get up front and uh try and get back up there for the win but uh ultimately uh wasn't enough. Uh, it would have been interesting to see how he finished had he not uh, spun out there on the restart. But uh, yeah, that was that was pretty funny. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" I just I I felt like I couldn't catch a break, you know, as it is this season. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> just smack dab. But uh, I ended up having a good finish. Uh, I think Edwards still ended up having a good finish. Uh, it was pretty much the people who started up front finished up front for the most part. Um, it was. Not a whole lot of position movement um, that whole race. A lot of, a lot of green flag running. And uh, there was, like I said, a lot of side-by-side race, and people were keeping it real clean. Uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a good fun race. Yep, and uh, Mr. Charlotte Motor Speedway himself wins the damn race again. Uh, Travis Martin. Boy, he has got a he has got this place on lock right now. He is, uh, man, I think he's won every race we've run there so far. I uh, want to see the Arca series he won there. Uh, um, 
Where else run there that he already won? Was it uh, Xfinity? Did they run it? Oh, well, it was the ARCA race uh, last year where um, no, I was. No, he won it this year too. Yeah, well, he won it this year too, but he won it the, the year before in the ARCA where I, I wasn't able to hold him off. Um, He won that. He won the, the ARCA, I don't believe. Uh, Xfinity hasn't raced there, and then he's won the, the trucks there. So he's won like three of the last. I think every Charlotte race he's been in the last three, he's one of them. So. Uh, he definitely has that track down. Um, you know, it, it's a, uh, you know, people call them cookie cutters, but I think there's quite a bit to um, Charlotte definitely getting on uh, when to get on the gas and uh, and whatnot. So there's a little bit of technicality to it, but it's 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 overall not too hard of a track to drive. I I actually really like Charlotte. I think I like Charlotte more than like Chicago or some of the other. Mile and a half. Maybe it's just because I'm biased and I've watched a lot of racing there. Yeah, um, you, you know what I mean. So I know a lot of people hate Breezy. Absolutely hates Charlotte. Um, I think I it's. Always, it. I'm just not very good at it. I think I, it. I I cannot I cannot keep tires on it. To save my life it, for that trip. Yeah, so then that was part of it too. You're going for some of these passes, and you just were not able to. Um keep the tires you're burning up your tires left and right um just trying to go for these passes and i i think uh coming into the pit stops i think one pit stop i think i was down to like 50 some percent on the right front tires like oh maybe i need, just need to cool it down and pick my spots a little bit better here sometimes uh seeing those tires can really uh put into perspective how hard you're going and sometimes you don't feel like you're driving that hard but uh when you got a tire that's fifty eight percent, it's uh maybe 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 time to pick your spots a little better. Yeah, if, if yours was at fifty, mine would be at twenty six. So yeah, that's, for that's sure. how it goes for me. All right, so that that wraps up trucks. Uh, you know, Ghostman, of course, dominating at Charlotte as usual. That's going to take us to Saturday Night's Legends race, which I was. Whoa, 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 whoa! We got to pick. Oh yeah, we got to do picks. I thought um, I, I was. I, I thought we already picked them. Um, no, I, I, I know I, we. I took Travis, so I. I, I got, so that was I got pretty good pick. That was pretty, pretty, pretty easy pick there. Um, I we're going to Gateway, so I I really really love Gateway. Um, this is I really don't like the the the, the car in any or the car. I don't really like the track in any of the car, but the trucks. I absolutely love Gateway. It is a fun track. You got to downshift a little bit. Um, yeah, yeah, real easy to get loose, real easy to get loose. I absolutely love gateway. And, and if you look at it, the next four weeks of the schedule are insane. You've got gateway 120 laps there followed by Bristol, 150 laps followed by Milwaukee mile, 120 laps followed by Rockingham, 120 laps. And then even look at that, even going even further, you got Watkins Glen and then Dover the next Weeks four through nine, then you got Daytona as the last race to get in. These next, I, you know, every race from here on out to the end of the uh, the, the the regular season are going to be absolutely nuts. It is going to be there are going to be some wrecks, and it's going to be how you overcome them. Because looking at this schedule, that is a absolutely brutal schedule uh, for the trucks to face coming up here. Um, as we go from week four to all the way to week 10. Yeah, that's going to be uh, man, a couple of them tracks. I'm just thinking of a truck being in them. Like, 
Oh boy, that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one, especially like Milwaukee. Rockingham, Milwaukee. uh Rockingham Ro- is gonna be tough on tires. It's gonna be tough on tires. Uh, a lot of fun. I love Rockingham. Love that place. Yeah, one of my um, favorite tracks. Finished, I think, second there last season. Um, it's it's a fun track. You know, Watkins going as Watkins go in, but then you got Dover and Milwaukee, uh, both mile tracks. Uh, Milwaukee very very flat. Dover obviously is Dover. We just you know race there in uh, the B cars, but um, Bristol. I mean Bristol is a bunch of hurt feelings every time you go there. Every time. And you know running that high wall. So um, yeah, just look. I I guess I hadn't looked at the schedule that closely, but um, short track racing uh, gonna be uh on the schedule here. Uh, who do you got for gateway? Gateway. I'm going guess... to go with a little bit of a sleeper pick on this one. Normally, you know, you could go with the, the, the usual suspects, Travis, Cody Brown, Lucas Hoitzma, uh, Blake Giglio, you know, the usuals. I'm going with somebody who is actually up in the points, who is right up there towards the top. But I think a lot of people, Overlooking. Now, I don't know how good he is at Gateway or not, but we're going to find out, I guess, because I'm picking Billy Davison. You know, the guy that uh, we we absolutely destroyed at Charlotte. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And you blamed him. (laughs) I I didn't feel like there was a lot of room given to us. But then it was, I blamed you 100%. You got the EOL. It was your fault. How many times are we going to bring this up each week? We can bring it up the entire season. I just felt like there was he didn't give us a whole lot of room, but I don't think he knew we were there though either. And then you technically just came up and destroyed me because you didn't want me to win. But anyways, my pick's yeah, gonna exactly be it. my pick. Um, can't remember, I think we raced here last week. No, we were uh, last week. Not last week. Last year. I don't think. We, I don't. I don't remember if we raced here last year or not. I know we've raced here in the past because it was the uh, race where I racing had a whole bunch of difficulty. Um. And we had to basically say rain came with like three laps to go as a green white checker. I remember that. I remember that. Um, Blake was leading and I was in third and Blake had just gotten some damage on the caution prior. And I had a clean car and I thought I had enough to get around him. Blake thought yeah, he was toast and then they ended up calling the race. And I was pissed beyond belief. Um, Are you picking yourself again? No, I'm not picking myself. Um, I just haven't had the luck this year to really pick myself. Um, who's going to have... Who's? Oh, man, it's, it's hard to not pick, like, Travis. Um, just with the, the season he's having uh, in the trucks here. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, who'd I go with last week? You had uh, Tony Bowling. Okay, that's kind of what I was looking at, but I you know... Let's see, you know, Tanner, Tanner with a solid P2. Um, but I, you know, I'm going to go with Clint Roberts. He's that was, had that some, was going my other pick. He, he's had some really solid races lately, and I've been racing around him quite a bit. And he's just solid. He, like, doesn't make mistakes necessarily, and he's, he's very clean. Here's, um, here's, my, here's my theory on it, because I thought about Clint, except for one thing. It's Gateway. You have to shift. That's going to be a, the game changer for a lot of different people. Because you, you um, know how Clint shifts. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. But I believe in him. I think he'll be okay. 
he's he's really good, and I think he's sometimes overlooked a little bit too. Um, everybody knows he's out there, and everybody knows him, and everybody says hi and all this and that, but um, he's always running up front. So uh, he's had some bad luck here or there, but uh, if he, if he stays clean, I think he qualifies up towards the top, and I think he stays there. But like you said, the shifting could change everything. I mean, you've got to hit that shift just right going into, uh, you know, going into one. And then uh, you've got to make sure you don't spin it coming out of two. Uh, but if what can, I do. If you can hit that, if you can, if you can master that shift down. Um, but, but the thing, the big thing here, too, also is um, the breaking points going into one. They are going to be vastly different from person to person. Um, I know... Previous races there, I've had a really late breaking point because I'm able to get it slowed down and shift it down and bring the truck down a little bit and then power out. Um, and I've had some issues bumping people in the past there, uh, and officials too, when they've had officials there. So I think uh, breaking zones are going to be big here again. Uh, there's going to be some wrecks going into one. Uh, three and four are kind of a different style turn as well really really long turn but uh really easy to get loose out of four yeah um if you keep it you know point at the wall generally you'll be pretty safe but uh racing side by side with somebody or you know just trying to get that fast lap uh, a lot of times is really easy to lose focus and you end up uh losing it out of four so i uh, love gateway gonna be a fun track i'm actually you know and and you know taking a little side note here i'm actually really excited to see all the cup cars go there um next season to yeah, see what the real, um, one, real life yeah to see what the racing is going to be like there i know uh we all talked about as a group uh potentially maybe going to that race but uh i don't know if it'll be good or bad but uh interesting to see uh everybody go there because i know the trucks race there now and it's not too bad so uh but yeah i'm gonna go with clint roberts and uh We'll uh, we'll see how that works out for us. Old Bobbert Cloberts over there. All right. So that's going to take us into Legends, where um, I was three sheets in the wind last night, so I didn't see a damn bit of this. But all I know is that uh, everybody's favorite resident uh, Canadian Legends driver showed up and smoked everybody in this thing. I don't think he's Canadian, <laughs> is he? Yeah, he's Canadian. Ty? With a name like Leclerc, you don't think I don't he's Canadian? Th I, don't, I don't think he's can No, he's not Canadian. Pretty sure he is. I don't think he is. <laughs> I don't I, know. I don't think he's... Uh, you might have to cut that bit out. <laughs> uh, I don't think he's it, Canadian. In there. Hang you, on. Not, I can tell you one... Well, I mean, I thought Nigel was freaking British. <laughs> well, yeah, and then... Uh, yeah, that's true. You did think he was British. I thought, I thought um, Nigel was British, and I thought Will was freaking uh, from uh, Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I'm not terrible at knowing yeah. where people are from. This, I mean, you, no, said, you sound like you're from Minnesota, so there we go. Uh, well, I mean, I live in Iowa. I'm not. I'm only a couple hours from Minnesota. Well, there you go. See, speaking thing. speaking Minnesota Vikings Cowboys. Um, Sunday night football tonight, you know. Yeah, that's the so reason why we're doing this early. That. that is the reason. Uh, no, I think he lives somewhere out on the the east coast because I know the track he has said that he races at is out there. So no, he 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 is not Canadian. Um, Still Canadian. everybody everybody's favorite Canadian is Travis and well or Maverick. He's you know, not. He's, 
He's not Wesley's favorite. No, Canadian. he's not. He is not his favorite Canadian. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Ty did show up and he uh, he smoked everybody. I know. Uh, I was in chat with you know uh, like Lucas and and Blake and um, Travis and Breezy, and uh, I think Lucky. I don't know if he ran or not, but I was in the uh, chat with him, and I know Lucas had the lead for a little bit. And he just couldn't hold him off. Ty, Ty is something else at these uh, road courses. I mean, just smokes smokes everybody. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know how he does it, but um, it, it's just because he's pretty good at them. <laughs> I, he's I, that's what I'm saying. He he's so much better than everybody at these uh, legends road courses. Um, yeah, pretty much at road courses in general, because he yeah, and, and yeah, he he does, he yeah, he's really good at the road courses. So I think that's um, another reason why I think he's Canadian, because he always kicks my ass at most sport. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good there, but no, uh, no, he he isn't. He's not Canadian. Well, um, I'm still gonna call him Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he comes in there, whoops everybody, bandio with typical bandio things. Computer dies halfway through the race. I was watching his stream at that point. Um, I was joking with him. I, I told him I had a dual stream up with him and Amaranth. It was quite the quite the difference on each side of the screen. But uh, no, I was joking with him. But no, I was watching him, and um, he was uh, he was not doing too bad. He 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 had a bad finish because, like I said, he got kicked out again. Uh, hopefully he can get that figured out soon. I hate seeing that because, and he's struggling as it is because going from VR to driving on a monitor, obviously is way different. It's way different. So, um, I just want to see him get a good finish in something. Uh, cause I know he's got it in him, but he is just taking it like a champ. I feel bad for him every time he gets kicked out. Um, it's, it's brutal. It sucks. Um, yeah, I know there's a, so, but, but starting at the start of the race, I know there was a, a big incident and it looked like, uh, between Dominic and I'm not sure who else was, I think it was Alex Rilling. Was it, it might have been, and it looked like, um, Dominic got the, the black flag for it. And, uh, a lot of people are saying he took a right, right into him. Um, he was taking a drink of water, I think he said or something. And uh looks like from what from what I've gathered of it, him and Alex got together. I wanna say it was coming to the green or something like that. And you know, one drifted one way, one drifted the other, but it net coated Dominic's ass in into Alex's car and just I'm assuming shot him straight to the right. And they black flag Dominic for it. Um and you know, send him to the back or drive. So it looks like whatever it was. Yeah, it looks like uh, Bandio's explanation on it was the 42 actually drifted down into the 87. Netcode kicked the 87's rear, causing him to direct go directly into the 42, uh, which would send the 42 head first into the wall. So it looks like the 87 actually did nothing wrong, and it doesn't really look like the 42 did anything wrong either. It's just a iRacing Netco, they came together. I don't know if they were both drifting towards each other, you know, right before the start there or what, but uh, it looked like 
42 came down a little bit and netcode sent the 87 straight into his car. So it, it sounded like it was an eye racing being eye racing moment. Um, yeah. looked like the 87 just took a hard right, right into him, but looks like it was just eye racing being eye racing. One of those things. Um, and the thing that makes it even worse about it with, with these cars in particular is that when it net codes, it doesn't just like, create contact out of nowhere it will literally like sit like turn your car completely sideways and just yeah for sure into whoever it is that hits you yeah for sure these cars i mean they've got some they've got some bad neco that we've gotten in the last couple oval races um just how these cars are for some reason i know there's one glitch um we were running a hosted race i was in there with blake and uh I spun coming off a corner and he T-boned me, but the T-bone sent my car into orbit. So I guess there's a glitch with those cars too. If you get T-boned just the right way, your car will just take off like a rocket. So um, not at all surprised that there was uh, some incidental, you know, net code between between them. Um, and I'm sure the 87, it sounded like, you know, it sounded like he was... Uh, in the general track, Dominic was very much, I did not turn my wheel, and uh, I, I didn't do anything. And uh, so it's good to see that uh, it was just an accident, and, you know, hopefully nobody's mad at anybody because it wasn't on purpose. It just, one of those things happens. Um, good to see it was another strong field. Like I said, I just missed out on the Legends by a couple minutes. Uh, you know how it is getting stuck in those drive throughs but, yeah, uh, this guy and his drive-throughs. Is absolutely <laughs> I have the also, worst and also, luck. Fuck Fazoli's because y'all take thirty oh. minutes on a one-car order. Yeah, you know, drove down to Fazoli's and you know had to get my spaguter, and uh, they took quite a long time. But hey, they did mess up. You know, and me being a bigger guy, you know, I ordered some cheesecake, right? Because they got that cheesecake factory cheesecake, right? And they weren't paying attention and we ordered two pieces, you know, one pumpkin, one strawberry, and they handed out four pieces total. So they forgot that they had already given it to us and they gave us an extra two pieces of cheesecake. So 30 minute wait was made a little bit better with a little extra cheesecake. I mean, those things are like $8 a slice anyway. So you kind of come out on it. It kind of evens itself out a little bit. It, it was really good cheesecake, too. I ain't going to lie. Um, my fatness was really happy. So uh <laughs> didn't necessarily make it worth the weight of missing the Legends race, even though I would have been absolutely atrocious there. Um, the Phoenix road course is uh, loved by a lot of people. Yeah, um, it's a fun a, track. It's a, uh, a league favorite. Um, really different. Um different track that i didn't even know was there prior to running the legend so um like i've said before you're getting to run some of these tracks that you never see in some of the other series that we run it kind of makes you wonder if it's still going to be there when they update the track well they've already updated it so the updates yep the updates already in the track that we drove like in trucks just like a week or two ago that track is gone right and it's been updated with a new one but they do have legacy phoenix still Okay. So, so, and that's what that's we're on. That's road course. yep. Okay. Yep. That's the one that has the road course. So, um, fun track. Real, all you know, being in Phoenix, it's always super, super slick. And uh, I always laugh because 
they've uh, it's basically you're driving through the middle of the track in the middle of the parking lot there and uh you can actually see like the parking lines you know painted off the off the side of the track where you're driving and just it, it makes me laugh every time because you uh you get off that track and all of a sudden it's just like you're sliding on ice yeah like it's just part of the it's just another paved part of the but it, it just makes me laugh every time watching people there's one turn when you're turning to <clears throat> head back to get back onto the track it's there's the straightaway the turn right before the straightaway to get back on the track there in the legends yeah. real tough real tough turn that you got to hit there and uh just watching people fly off that's kind of fun uh last night people sliding all over the place on that turn um real fun track overall decent racing you know it came down you know lucas ended up getting it within i believe a second or a second and a half um on the last lap uh just couldn't quite get back up to tie he's you know he's the man there so uh all in all good race looked like last night um i know a couple uh people upset with the way it started off with but it looks like like we said just uh it's one of those things um nobody really nothing really drama happened i know uh brendan was a little upset with a couple things but uh yeah, just I heard over uh, uh, radio chat, but it looks like those got taken care of. Um, I want to say who was doing the race control last night because I wanted to thank them for coming in. Why can't I remember who it was? Is it Margeson? Margeson do it? It's a possibility. Yes, I believe it was Margeson. Margeson came in and he said, uh, yes, it was Margeson. He agreed to do race control and uh, Bandu actually got to race. Uh, so, uh, we wanted, I wanted to thank him for coming in and doing the RC for, for Bandio. Bandio started the series because he wanted to drive these cars because he loves these legend cars and they're really, really hard to go in and drive, uh, in officials because it is a rookie series. So you've got anybody and everybody in there. Um, so sometimes those races, especially at some of the tracks they run, like the legends oval and like Lanier and stuff like that, um, kind of hard to get in there and have a clean race sometimes. So this is obviously a safe place to come and just go all out in the legend. So really happy that he got to come back and, uh, and race last night. Um, obviously didn't have the best of luck with his computer crashing, but hopefully, uh, someone, you know, if it's not Zach, um, hopefully someone continues to RC so he can continue racing because, um, I know how much he loves driving those legends cars and, uh, I'd much rather see him. He does a great job with the broadcast. Don't get me wrong, but I'd much rather see Bandio out there competing and racing with everybody because I know that's where he wants to be. So, yeah, it's true. I want to see somebody step up and broadcast this thing too, like with a full-on broadcast. Because I mean, Bandio's broadcast. I mean, he's probably you pretty much see what he's doing the whole time that he's on, you know, the, the iRacing screen and everything. Right. Versus like how you know maybe Clint or Swiss has it with theirs, where you kind of they do all their stuff behind the scenes, but it's not just boom right up there on the screen for you the whole time. I don't know how to do all that stuff, so don't don't look at me for it. I don't know how to do none of that. We can barely figure out how to record this and throw in the, the radioactives. Yeah, we still don't know how to do it live yet. Well, Bandio we're, said we're, he'd help us, but we never always forget to ask him for help. Well, Show it's us. not only that, it's, it's finding time. Finding it is time, true. It's it is hard. true. It's hard it is do. true. I can just, play, but I mean, granted, and I will say this now, Will 
Will Sparks did get a top five in the Legends race. I wanted to throw that out there because um, he's completely shocked that he did that. But here's the other thing. Will, the way you did the um, radioactives for this show, do them like that. Because it's five minutes, it's compact, you get a little bit of radioactive, you get him going over the, you know, the gist of what happened during the race. Boom, you got it's compact, boom, right there. We can we can we can work with that. Now the fifteen minute one that we had, that was epically funny and, and and a whole lot of you know a whole lot to put into one spot. Something that's that long, something that's fifteen minutes long, yeah, we probably have to break that up and react to things as they happen but with, with him the way he did it with this one with the the arca and the cup i liked it you know tight five minutes hey this is what happened this is some of the funny shit that happened and this is what was said uh boom there you go so i really liked how he did that one if we end up having to do long ones again um we'll figure out how to do those things live yeah but that's yeah, the one thing i want to give a shout to out to will because but... he finished top five yeah <laughs> He was not a wrecking ball this week, from what I what I gathered. Uh, his road courses have gotten a lot better in the legends there. Um, a rough week at Texas. Ru- everybody had a rough week at Texas, so especially with the drunk pace car and everything. So, uh, I do appreciate him getting those radioactives for us. Uh, helps make the show a little bit better each week, and uh, hopefully, uh, we're getting a little bit better each week. I know this week wasn't too exciting. Not a whole lot of spiciness. Uh. We, weren't know, able we didn't, to get we didn't have anybody to come either. on here and bug the shit out of about uh, who who they hate who they hate against either. <laughs> yeah, you know, so um, not our typical episode that we like to do, but uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully everybody enjoys it, and um, you know, we'll uh, hopefully have a little bit of spiciness next week. All right, so hold on. What's the? Uh, I won legends. No, oh, yeah, we got a pick. I just yelled because, at you for missing picks, and then I fit here. I yeah, sit no, here exactly. and I forget to pick. You, you were you were trying to I shut the just, show down already. No, Jesus. no, I know, <laughs> no, no. I'm just I'm terrible. He's so he's so excited to watch the Vikings lose. Oh yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be disgusting. They're gonna get smacked, and Dak isn't even playing it. The sounds like so Minnesota's gonna get smacked. I'm gonna be pissed. Uh, that's how my night's gonna go. Well, there you go. Uh, Baumgartner didn't show up. Um, we kind of figured that was going to happen. Um, Scott Elston, Hellraiser had a, a shit show of a race, but, uh, hey, he showed up, so he got me a dub, so thank you, Scott. Oh, uh, gosh. <laughs> where are they going next? They're going to Homestead Road Course A. I have no idea what that means. I don't know what we're that doing, means. We're doing 23 laps there, so, um, I can tell you it's probably a pretty, it's a longer road course. Um, I've never raced it. I've so. raced, I've raced Homestead Road Course before, but I don't know what A means. Uh, I so. don't either. So it'll be a surprise, I think, to everybody. Uh, I just seen twenty three laps. Normally, our road courses are like thirty three laps, so they're taking ten laps off. I want to say so it's a longer one. It's yeah. it looks like it longer. will be a longer one. Uh, generally, the way he has the schedule is two ovals, two road courses. And then he's got uh, Oval Road, Oval Oval Road Road. So, um, I, I tell you, the Nashville Fairgrounds Mini—that's the one I'm looking forward to quite a bit as well. I know. I'm hoping that I can run that. One. Followed by Martinsville. So the next week. So, also um, a fun one. And I believe, if I'm not, no, they are taking a couple weeks off. It looks like. 
I was going to say, coming up here soon, uh, once yeah, we get into have the holiday breaks. seasons, we're going to be having a couple breaks for Christmas, a couple weeks for, for Christmas and New Year's, and then it looks like, uh, I don't know. Thanksgiving, too. Yeah, I'm looking at the schedule. I believe the Legends are running after on that Saturday. So, uh, But we'll get to that bridge when we come to it. But, yeah, Homestead Road Course A, I have no idea what that entails. Uh, you're going to go ahead and you won. You get to pick first. So you're taking Ty. I don't even need to. Absolutely, I'm taking I don't Ty. Even, I, don't even need to, I don't even need to uh, <laughs> ask you yourself for this thinking. one. No, 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 no. Um, I really don't think it much matters who I pick. <laughs> no, it does. It's an easy dub. I hope he doesn't show up. I think that would just be the funniest thing in the world if he doesn't show up. Um, I got to take the second place finisher. I got to take Lucas for that one because that might be my only, you know, if, if by some chance he makes a mistake, that might be my only shot at actually getting a win this week in that one. Because... Kid is Ty is just cracked at these places, uh, and uh, this will be interesting. Twenty three laps isn't a whole lot of laps, so um, we'll see what the race is like. I'm 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 excited to see what Homestead A is. Yeah, maybe he'll be able to bring some of that maple syrup down there and sticky it all over his tires and get that thing rolling around his uh, round Homestead. He's not there. Canadian. <laughs> Oh boy! You don't know that. You might be. He Maybe. might have moved recently. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Okay. I don't All think right. I am. You're I'm not. never you're, right. You're not. <laughs> oh, that's just gonna be the joke going forward after people listen. This uh, Ty yeah, the Canadian. Is. It might be what a name is thing. Canadian that's Ty a... shows up. <laughs> people are gonna be like, "He's not Canadian," and not they'll Canadian. get into the ep- they'll get into about? the ep- they'll get into the episode and be like, "Oh." Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> oh man, well this was fun considering it was just the two of us. It's kind of an old old school feel here. Uh, we'll try and have something hopefully uh, next week. Uh, once again, it's gonna be another one of those. I don't know when we're gonna be able to do it because I got to work all weekend. Um, but yeah, we'll cover everything that happens over the week. And figure out what they were going to do it, and hopefully have it out in a relatively decent time. Yeah, it looks like it might be. So we always shoot for for Mondays, um, but it looks like it may end up being uh, Monday nights. You know, Monday night release uh, is what I'm saying. But it looks like it might end up being maybe Tuesday night release early uh, really early tuesday uh, morning yeah, depending with, on how much uh, editing i gotta do with depending on how on your work schedule we may have to record on monday night so we might be a day or two behind but uh i appreciate you you cliff uh working on the editing quick getting those done uh getting do my best radioactive put in there and um so i appreciate that um you know it's uh it's a learning curve for, for you for sure. Uh, and I appreciate you doing that. And hopefully, like you said, soon we'll get in with Bandio and we'll get, uh, some of the stream lab stuff figured out and we can maybe add a little bit more in here to, you know, to the show, but, uh, yeah, trying tr- trying to get it to grow. Actually, we have a sponsor offer on this thing. So, Oh really? I'm, I'm trying to work at work things out with that. And so maybe we'll, you know, get a dime every month to, uh, to, to make this 
shit show that we do. A dime uh, every month. There we go. <laughs> Just a couple months more to go, and we'll be able to buy ourselves a sucker. Yeah, exactly. We're fucking rolling in it over here. Yes, Jesus yes, Christ. for sure. All right, well, that's going to do it for us. Um, co-host Quinn Newton, awesome to be able to do these shows with you, man. It's 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 a it's, it's a lot of fun to do these. Yeah, I, I look forward to these. Um, it's a lot more fun when we're not doing it at one in the morning and everybody's oh tired. yeah so yeah uh, a lot more fun doing in the afternoon here on a sunday um i know the race is on right now uh but well my girlfriend just texted me and said it's boring so i'm not missing too much uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I they just showed the hot dog stand uh the hot dog shack or something a couple minutes yeah, the one ago. down there infield dude i eat I, like 25 of those every time i knew you'd be kind of upset you're missing on the hot dogs oh no, no she's bringing me some I, oh, I, told she... her, I, said, I said you gotta you gotta at least save me four of them La- oh, when boy. she went for the uh the late model race earlier this year i think she came back she ordered oh god it was her and her friend went and i want to say she ordered 25 hot dogs and oh, they might have are they that good they are that good. They are that good. They are extremely good. They will absolutely turn your guts into um, a fucking cesspool. Uh, they smell terrible coming out, and um, you're, you'll be shitting for three days, but they are fucking delicious. <laughs> yeah, the line was was wrapped around there, so I, I saw that, and I thought I was laughing during, uh, during our show here that we were recording, because I got the race on... Uh, you know, side by side here, multitasking. Absolutely, and, uh, multitasking. That's right. But yeah, uh, the other thing is they're only two bucks. Oh, really? They're only two dollars. Yeah, two dollars for a fucking hot dog, dude. You can't beat it. No, especially at a track or a venue or stadium. Don't buy anything pretty... else. You buy anything else, it's six dollars. But uh, the hot dog is two. <laughs> the things that we talk about on the show, you never know. We're about to end the show, and now here we are talking about hot dogs. So I mean, hey. you never know where we're gonna end up. Hey, between between the Martinsville hot dog and the South Boston bologna burger, man, you can get bologna I mean, burger. That is, that is some of the best fucking track food you'll have. I mean, get, ask anyone around here. South Boston bologna burger, dude, as these shit with with fried onions and mustard. I, I I'm not sure. I want to ask. What you don't know what a bologna burger is? No. Okay, imagine a hamburger, right? It's just bologna. It's just you take you a thick ass slice of bologna and fry that bad boy up, throw it on a bun, some throw some mustard, some damn uh, onions if you want to. I'm not a green pepper guy, but you can throw peppers on that bitch too. That sounds atrocious. Oh, it's fucking delicious. I could live off of that shit. Actually, I did when I was work when I was working on late models down there and racing at South Boston. I'd eat like three of them. That just that I can't only imagine the dumps you took after that because it had to be just that and talk about cesspool. That just that sounds like an absolute cesspool. Oh, but it's fucking delicious going down. It ain't worth fuck coming out. <laughs> we, but. We, we go like I just said. We go from in the show talking about hot dogs, talking about bologna. <laughs> now we're talking about like shit in our pants. So I mean, well, that's a whole other story. Why do you think that? Oh boy. Uh, oh man. All right. Well, uh, for 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 Cliff Mullins, no. <laughs> yeah, for I'm, I'm Cliff Owens, and uh, I'm the host of this, and I'm shutting this shit show down before we start talking about all kinds of shit. Uh, Quinn Newton, the co-host. Uh, we'll see you guys next week here on Spin Venom. <laughs>